America Meditating Radio Show. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts 24/7. Hi, I'm Sister Jenna. Join me and guests on Blog Talk Radio as we amplify stories that compel us to be more for ourselves and everyone else around us. The Azar Foundation for Children of the World is an organization aimed to support women and children in need across the globe. We believe in empowering lives, strengthening minds, and providing programs that enrich health and education. The Azar Foundation was founded in 2003 and has been serving the world ever since. Visit us at our website at www.azarforchildren.org. That's www.azar, the number four, children.org to find out more information about our endeavors and join our mailing list. Remember, the smile and the cry of a child doesn't have any language. The Azar Foundation. The Miracle Medical Clinic is a clinic that has been providing quality health care services to the Houston area since 1996. In a comfortable environment, they are dedicated to helping you live a healthy lifestyle for years to come. For more information, please call 713-464-0236 or visit us at our website at www.miraclemedicalclinic.com. The Miracle Medical Clinic, where preventive health care is waiting for you. Hello, everyone. This is Sister Jenna from the America Meditating Radio, and I'm excited to introduce to you Meditate the Vote. It's going to be a national campaign, and what we're asking for all of you to join us with is to raise the bar of conversation. Try to see in what way we can change our interpretation about who we are, what we are, and perhaps the direction in which we want this country to go in. Regardless of whoever becomes the next president in 2017, we are still responsible for the way that we want to move our lives. So could you join me and an alliance of friends around the country to meditate the vote? Go to americameditating.org, press on Events, Meditate the Vote, and you'll be able to get a whole bunch of information. So join us, because I, Sister Jenna, meditate the vote.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to America Meditating. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and that's our beautiful, angelic, amazing friend, Sanatam Kaur, and that track was called People of Love, and boy, did I need some love today. (laughs) I usually don't really handle, you know, taking the car to the garage and doing this and that and all of those things, but... Last week, I was just passing by. I went to Mercedes to check if we could just drop the car off. Everyone's in transit right now here, so a lot of going and comings, and I've been also traveling. And some days, I just really just want to be out and just have a day for me because I'm surrounded by people all the time. And Antonia, she's always begging the destiny to just give me some private time. Anyway, to make a long story short, I'm driving from Mercedes, and they don't have an appointment for the car another three weeks. So I just passed this place that I always pass by the house and I just decided to just drive it, drop it off and tell the guy, just this is this and this is this and he's oh, check it out. Anyway, to make a long story short, I go to pick up the car today and they're like charging me a ridiculous amount of money and they didn't fix anything on the car and guess what? The car's worse than I took it in. The windows don't work. The radio doesn't work. The back part of my trunk is missing. Something, and they put something in the back seat. And I went, I thought this was a good car. What happened? And then at the end of the day, I'm driving out. I'm saying, I don't think I should pay for this. I don't think this is the right thing to do. This makes no sense. And the receptionist was a very, very nice young man. And he says, Sister Jenna, just take the car and go. Just go. I'll take care of it. As I'm driving out, he comes out and he's the other guy who apparently was fixing the car. He comes out and says, have a bad day. And I just went, where is my love right now? Because I'm going to really need a lot of love in me. But I have to tell you, my friends, I didn't do too bad. I felt actually quite empathetic, and I was really in a good place. And I must tell you, it's the Arlington Motor Car Service. Do not take your car there. So that's as far as my love's going to go today. But what I did witness was just how much pain we're in. And I've been having this conversation recently about fear and the power to heal. And even though I'm not the one that might heal the world, I'm a part of the healing. And so I told Antonio, you've got to tell the Better Business Bureau about these people because this is just not right behavior. You just don't tell a sister, have a bad day. What's happening in your head? And I left there thinking about individuals who are a hundred times more amplified in no self-love and that they're walking around with that energy in our world and that vibration is spreading in our world. And then you wonder sometimes, why do you pick up certain thoughts that just don't feel elevated? They don't feel divine. They don't feel like they're coming from a place of love for the self and appreciation for mankind. And so I want to send them pure feelings and good wishes because they're going to need that. You just don't do that. And the irony was, I wasn't even disrespectful. This is the best part. So then the sign of that was saying there was so much percolating in that poor, poor man. And no matter what, he couldn't hold his junk inside. Similarly to what's going on when we wake up in the morning and we hear news about suicide bombers in Turkey and Dakar in Saudi Arabia, we can't hold the intensity of fear and the separation of the real quality of the self, the real purity of the self of love anymore. And it's almost as if the destiny or the drama is actually conspiring to force us to turn inwards. 
until we remember and experience that place of love and truth that we came into this drama and destiny with. Please stay tuned. We're going to have a heart-to-heart conversation with Agapi Stasinopoulos, and she's going to be telling us about how we can go deeper into this this process of how to feel our truth and ourselves, because whether we are cognizant of our pains or not, it's sometimes the pain that we're not aware of that's really robbing the soul of the love that it really was born with. So stay tuned. You're listening to America Meditating Radio, and we're going to take you into a meditation, which is what we do best here, because I think when we allow the space of silence to enter our awareness, It gives us an opportunity to be honest with ourselves and to be truthful with ourselves to check if we're really feeling genuinely clear. Take a deep breath, relax, and let's let go. Om Shanti. The time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate. But even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul, the original, eternal, imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name 
tender role title religion nationality or even a language ask yourself how do you feel at this moment Welcome back. That was Letting Go from Off the Grid into the Heart Meditation CD. And I think why I like it so much is that it takes us back to the core of who we are. Well, we're very psyched to welcome actress and author Agapi Stasinopoulos. Agapi was born and raised in the beautiful Athens, Greece. And at age 18, she entered the prestigious Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts in London and later became a member of the world-famous theater company Young Vic. She moved to the United States to do film and television and later attended the University of Santa Monica, where she completed her master's degree in psychology. But while her sister, Ariana Huffington, was doing research for her book about Greek mythology, Hagapi's love for the gods and goddesses was ignited and led to two books of her own, as well as a one-woman show and a PBS special. She also co-produced and co-hosted a documentary called Quest for the Gods, shot on location in Greece. Agapi has been invited to speak at various international events, global conferences, and also spoken about health and well-being, the Spirit of Women organization. For the Spirit of Women organization, an inspiring teacher, Agapi conducts seminars worldwide, empowering others to recognize their individual gifts and create the lives that they want. She's frequently a blogger, of course, for the Huffington Post, (laughs) and her most recent book is entitled Unbinding the Heart, A Dose of Greek Wisdom, Generosity, and Unconditional Love. 
Welcome, my dear. Oh, my goodness, Sister Jenna. So wonderful <laughs> to speak with you. Oh, I am so filled already with the love and the presence <laughs> that you brought. My goodness. I am giving you a viral hug, as they say, through the airways. Com- I am completely receiving that. And just oh, for the record, I've been to 93 countries, and Greece happens to be one of my favorites. Oh, my God. Oh, Sister Jenna, that is just amazing. Oh, let us feel your uh, audience and your listeners with the love that uh, you've already inspired and that I really make my intention to live by every day. And um, I thank you for your introduction, your beautiful words, your kind meditation, and I thank you for the story brought in oh my gosh morning. what a day i had today agapi it was like i, I am was so the love? passionate about what you just <laughs> said can i just start by saying Please. um to your listeners welcome agapi means unconditional love and the book that i wrote unbinding the heart that came out actually four years ago it's my life story uh, it's 32 mm. vignettes from my life You know, Sister Jenna, I had an amazing mother. I'm right now in Los Angeles. We have a home in Los Angeles and a home in New York. I'm bi-coastal. And uh, I'm looking at a picture of my mother, actually, as I'm speaking to you. And she invoked generosity, Mm non-hierarchy, inclusivity. And she was ruthless about people who she called toxic people. <laughs> that she taught me and Ariana so much, and that's why I wrote this book, Unbinding the Heart, because I felt I had to tell my story of how I came to connect in my life with my heart, with my voice, with my calling, how I struggled from wanting what you so beautifully said in your meditation to be identified as a successful actress because, you know, once mm. you go into the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, which is the top school right. in London, where Alan Rickman graduated from, and Anthony Hopkins, and Helen Mirren, and all these amazing actors, and mm-hmm. I was so recognized as an actress, as a talented actress who was going to be a star. And mm-hmm. uh, what happened when I came to Hollywood The movie that I came to do didn't work out. You know, it was like God's carrot. He brought me from uh, he or she (laughs) or it. (laughs) The universal (laughs) energy of love that was inside of me guided me to come to America to do this movie. But the movie fell through because um, that's what movies do, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So from that moment on, I had to start to weave my life and see where did the spirit guide me. I was young. I was shut down. I I had an amazing mother who taught me everything, but I had to discover everything myself. And by little, I started my path uh, by reading spiritual books, by going to spiritual meditations. I met, I was very, very blessed. I met my spiritual teacher. Mm-hmm. John Roger, who has a center in Los Angeles, the movement of spiritual inner awareness, and it's all about the inner movement, the spiritual inner movement. It's not anything you belong to because we belong to the universal energy, as you so beautifully said, you know. And right. um, once I started my path, I started to unravel. You know, one thing led to another, and it took years for me to realize that 
I wasn't just here to be a successful actress. I was, I'm a soul that has a calling and an expression, and so are we all. And we're just here to wake up, to wake up, to remember that we are part of this oneness, of this universal energy, of this love, of this divinity, whatever you call it. Words cannot really capture it. As you so beautifully said, the world is surrounded by people who, God bless them, have had pain <laughs> and judgment, and we come across them from from car services All walks to of life. traveling All over. to, you know, what do you call them, the... At the airport, you know, from the security people. The TSA, right, right. Oh, yeah, those are the best. I mean, those are the best. And please note this. I wear a beautiful white long sari. That's my only outfit. And I always enjoy the massages that I get from TSA when I have to go to the airport because it's obvious. Come on, I'm not going to hurt a fly. But here, I want to jump in here just a little bit because it's so interesting how natural it was you know, you're called into acting, you're going to the best school, it's natural for you to know this is what I'm supposed to do. So here's this, it's not happening. Was that a reason for your deeper soul searching to start? Or was your soul searching always a shadow with you as far back as you can remember? No, I think my soul searching jump started at that point. I think all my life I wanted to bring joy and love and happiness. And whenever my parents fought or were not happy or were disconnected with each other and then they separated, and whenever I saw disharmony, I felt terribly upset. I felt I have to fix it because I had a very deep calling of love and connection and happiness. And I'm not attached to it, you know. And um, it was later when things were not working out that I started to feel the nudge, the push, the, the whisper. Right. There's got to be something more. There's got to be something more. And it's right. very, at that point, it, it's painful. And it's uh, you kind of know it, but you are the windows are shut and the doors are closed and they're locked and you go, oh, my God, there's somewhere in there that I can get out of this. <laughs> right, right. And so you start to look and you start to find. And, and it, the more you ask, the more suddenly a ray of light comes in and it comes through a person, through a book, through a seminar, through a podcast. And the ray of light, once you patch it, then hold on to it and it will start leading you to your next thing and your next thing and it will start opening up and expanding and amplifying that light inside. And that was my path for me. You know, that was my jump starting was, hey, I have nothing. This career isn't happening and right, it I get took me that. years to say, well, that's not happening. What's going right. to happen? And my breakthrough, which I write about in my book, is uh, I think about six or seven years later, I was in a bus, in New York, New York City bus, and I hadn't gotten a part in a Greek play in Williamstown. It was a six-hour adaptation of plays. And... Um, what happened at that moment when I didn't get the part, I was, it's like sometimes you have to hit bottom. You know mm-hmm, how they say yeah. you have to hit bottom? And at that moment, I cried out and I said, I have to do something. And I went in this bus, in the New York City bus, and I started to perform for a woman next to me who also happened to be an actress, had to talk, you know, because when you're Greek, you speak to people unconditionally. You don't wait for them to introduce <laughs> themselves to you. You just speak, right? <laughs> and um, 
I just said, okay. I told her my story, and she said how much she loved uh, theater, and she loved, I said, I auditioned with Joan of Arc. And she said to me, oh, my God, I love that monologue. And I said to her, let me do it for you. And I ended up performing for one woman uh, who cried at the end of my monologue. And I think what happened at that moment, I realized how I had conditioned my gift to only share it when I got the part. My gift was my exuberant, well, first of all, I was talented, and I am talented, and I could do the monologues anytime, anywhere. And that freed me up. It was like I came out of a straitjacket at that moment. And that, honestly, and when people read my book, they say, oh, my God, at that moment, she actually said to me, my dear girl, why are you waiting for anybody to hire you? Why don't you just go do your own thing? Wonderful. And at that moment, I said, okay. That's it. That was it. I don't know what that is. I had no idea. But then I sat down, and spirit gave me the creative spirit to do a one-woman show, Goddesses, and which led me to books and a career of teaching about the archetypes. It's, it's an amazing Beautiful. journey. I mean, when I look back, yeah. I thought, but you don't know it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like the divine unknowing. It's like you don't know it till you start uh, swimming. You don't know how far you can go in the ocean. But exactly. you've got to get in there. You've got to dive. You've got to just dive and make up the strokes. Agape, you mentioned earlier on in the conversation about, you know, the experience of light that came in. And I'm just remembering when I was in India in my 20s. Actually, even before that, I was having these series of visions of of this light that was bigger than the life that I was living. But what I had was a very strong foundation of lots of yogis because I was raised around yogis by And so I kind of knew that I always had somewhere as an alternative, but it was just not in my framing at all. But when that energy of that seeping of that energy of light, what I call God or the Supreme Being, Muslims call Allah, Buddhists call Nirvana or what have you, that opening, that connection between soul at a deep level and God, the Supreme Soul, opened up a part of me that I had not even known had existed in me. And I call that part the part of the soul that has that love stored in there, like this massive amount of love. I'd like to ask you two particular questions as we share, as we share love, together in love this conversation. What you're I just love, I mean, I, I totally get exactly what tell you're me, saying. Tell us, what is Agape's interpretation of love and what is your interpretation of God? Thank you so much. I love this question. I always marvel at our bodies, and I always, when I speak, I say we have 37.2 billion cells. And as we speak right now, 25 million are being born and dying at the same time. There is this constant movement of elevation and rebirth and death in our own bodies. And yet, we have nothing to do with this. Our very mm. own breath. Someone is breathing us. Something is breathing us. As Rumi says, a mystic poet, he says, let yourself be breathed. So our very breath, Sister Jenna, our very selves, our very body is operating from this energy that we call, for lack of a better word, universal love. It's the cosmic energy that lives in us. And this is the primal force of creation. My reference to it, as I, the 
the greatest way I can describe it is the love, the universal love that sustains everything. The planets, the billions of stars, the billions of planets, the billions of galaxies, the life on planet Earth, the tiny little spot that we have on planet Earth. And yet in Mm. every human being, that spark, that divine spark, that light that you talked about, that is is the from the cosmic creation is in each one of us. And as you so beautifully said in your meditation, he then starts to crystallize by saying, I am a sister Jenna and I am of this religion and I'm an agape and I'm a Greek and I'm a girl and I am this size and oh my God, I have cellulite and I judge my cellulite. (laughs) And then God forbid, and I go, oh, I want to put my jeans on, but my jeans don't really fit me. And isn't it terrible that my body is changing and how awful is aging? And I judge the hell out of myself. <laughs> so, and then you go, Agabi, you are the cosmos. You, inside of you, is the cosmos. And then you say, but I didn't get the job and I don't have enough money. And Joe Smith doesn't love me as much as I love him. And my best friend doesn't talk to me. And my boss is mean to me. And we get caught up in this extraordinarily human drama that the Greeks wrote so beautifully about, you know, and Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. And we get caught. But if you want drama, please go see plays. Go see the movies. Go get your drama out of your life so you can live in freedom. The only reason why we need to connect with this divine light and this cosmic energy that lives in us However, each one of us does it so we can be free. We can have what we have. We can have what we want to have. Who does? But then we can be this light, positive force where you can go fix your Mercedes and you get a Mercedes that is way worse than you brought it. And these people are filled with this bad energy. And you can say, God bless you, my friend. I am going to have an amazing day. You, I hope you have an amazing day. And may the bad wishes you brought towards me be dissipated in the universe. And you go wake up. Go wake up. And the other thing is when we look at the news to say, light, light, send good energy to everything you can. Imagine how we who are more conscious, if we up our game, Mm -hmm. you know, if we really let go, as you said, let go, let go. What can you let go right now? I love that quote you just said, when we up our game, and I think that that's where the challenge begins, because remember Einstein said it best, where if you want to make any changes, you have to rise to the level of consciousness than where you are. And what's been interesting is if we can't do that consciously out of love, because your path has been a path of love, forgiveness, God, spirituality, Mm -hmm. and up in your game. And there are two ways that I've observed that the drama helps us or the destiny helps us. We can up our game because we know that we are loving beings and at this present moment, I feel like my love can be amplified. Or we can get very toxic people in our lives that force us to up our game of love because if we don't up our power of love, we're going to kill someone. And so the whole thing is like, you know, we need to up this game of love. And I'm just wondering, in your book... Are there a few steps or a few techniques that you can offer our listeners that they can up their game of love and not receive the toxic energy that we are seeing so rampantly in the world today? Yes, there are. um, And actually, Sister Jenna, you know, 
I have a new book that's coming out January, Christmas time, December 2016, which is called Wake Up to the Joy of You, 52 Guided Meditations for a Calmer and Happier Life. And in that book, I decided, like you so beautifully asked the question, to spell it out. I wrote on Binding the Heart and told my story, but then I went around the world and spoke, and people would say to me, well, but how do I love myself? How Mm -hmm. do I learn to forgive? How do I handle negative people? How do I move from disappointment and feeling bad? How do I speak my truth? All these questions that are so human. And I said, okay, I am going to spell it out. And I wrote 52 chapters and did guided meditations. And one of my chapters is loving yourself and how to do that. And to love yourself, it's not a lip service. It's not like you're going to do affirmations. I love myself so much. I am part of the divine energy. That doesn't mean nothing. It's words. You've got to go there in the raw parts of you to your inner child, to the, the parts that hurt, to the humanness of you, and find a place to really forgive the judgments that you have on yourself, on your parents, on God, on society. Why isn't my life better? Why Blow Smith doesn't love me? Why do my kids this? Why can't I have a child? Why don't I get my book published? Why don't I get more money? Why do I have whatever that is? Or I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. All that has to be cathartic, be purged through your consciousness. And you take right. the time, you take a pen and paper, you write down all the badness of whatever you've judged yourself, and you go somewhere in there, there is a pearl and a gem and a light and a good person no matter what, no matter what happened to me, no matter what didn't happen to me, this very moment, God only lives in the moment, not in the future. That's our thought. It's current. This moment I am current. And you find the places to cry, to release the pain, to forgive, forgive. Start a list, a litany of appreciation of yourself. And I have a chapter in my new book, Sister Jenna, that's called Live Life as a Thank You. Hmm. And you start to thank everything. You thank your breath. You start with your breath. You thank everything around you. Knives, forks, plates, chairs, cars, freeways, television, plants. You just go into a stream of consciousness of not taking anything for granted. And you go, my Mm. eyes, oh my God, water. You turn the faucet and you go, do you know that there are millions of people in the world who don't have water, let alone Mm -hmm. food, let alone that live in terror of when the next bombing is going to happen. You literally, I say, get down on your knees with gratitude because to live in this country, to have so much knowledge, so much information, that everybody, Sister Jenna, can just go on any channel on YouTube and find enlightened people who are speaking, listening to people who have broken into the light and then finding your own light and then starting to access your wisdom. So forgiveness, appreciation, and gratitude. Forgiveness, appreciation, and gratitude. You are ruthless with yourself. I work like that with agape. I mean, oh. I go through it like I'm sure you do. You get tested. You get tested mm-hmm. with your Mercedes. I get tested, you know, with my own inner thoughts or 
whatever my comparisons with other people. And I say, Agapi, what are you doing? You are a divine, beautiful woman. Why are you comparing yourself with this other woman who is thinner and, you know, younger <laughs> or you think she has something else, you know? Because we do right. that, Sister Jenna. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Okay. I would love for you to take us into a meditation because I think that yeah. one of the things that speaks volumes is, like you said, loving the self, deepening a relationship with God, having the power to forgive, being kind and loving when the toxic person has forgotten you know, who they are. That if, yeah. if we don't pay attention to the inner power, the, the hidden potential of the soul, the light of the soul, yeah. it's hard for yeah. us to be able to say that I am a person of love. So yes. can I just ask you to guide us into a very beautiful place It'll of be my love? Pleasure. Oh, It'll I would be love my that. Pleasure. And because I don't know if we're going to have any more time after that, I want to tell your listeners to please follow me. I have a public page, Agape Stasinopoulos, in Facebook. I post meditations. I post blogs and thoughts. And be part of my community. I have an Instagram called Agape Sees. And I also have this new book, which I will be posting a lot about, Wake Up to the Joy of You. And my website is unbindingtheheart.com. I have meditation talks, inspirational, kind talks, and funny. I, I think humor is the most delightful thing to lift into God. So there you go. Let us take a deep breath right now. And as you exhale... Exhale any worries, any tension, any concerns. And this time as you take a deep breath, breathe in this beautiful moment where you are alive, where you are able to listen, where you are able to come present, and you are able to allow the light in you to move forward into your life. Soften your heart. Take a deep breath and let your heart open like a blossom and see this beautiful rose in your heart, any color you want. And take yourself into this rose on your heart. And as you breathe out, allow a petal to open. And as you breathe in, Breathe in the fragrance of the rose and let this fragrance lift your thoughts. Dissipate any thoughts that are prickly, like the thorns of a rose. They melt away, melt away and return only to the softness the fragrance, the openness, and smile, smile inside as if you are given right now a secret to know that inside of you is the portable paradise of you. In your thought, go to a place where there is calm, if it's a lake, if it's a mountaintop, if it's by the ocean, if it is in a forest, go there right now and 
feel the breeze. The breeze shafts away your worries. And in your emotional center, where emotions reside, and they can be turbulent, which is your solar plexus, take your hands, gather love around your hands, gather light, take a deep breath and put your hands in your belly. And as you exhale, tell yourself, I am safe, I am protected, I am part of the universal love, I am being breathed by God's energy and say a prayer from the depths of your heart to the one that breathes you. Guide me. Show me. I am ready. I am listening. I am pausing for you. Mm. It's very important to take deep, deep breath. Mm -hmm. Fill your blessed lungs with the breath of life. Throughout the day, take deep breaths and exhalations and know You are loved. You are loved. This is what everyone needs to do, Agape, and there'll be world peace. I know, Sister Jenna, but, you know, bless your heart because, you know, look at you. You have your beautiful podcast and you bring such good people. It makes me cry that you are a light in the world, I'm a light in the world, and we're attracting other people and if a hundred of us committed a hundred percent, do you know that those hundreds will get another hundred and another hundred exactly. and will be quantum leap? That's why it's impeccable. Listen, you mm-hmm. could have yelled at that guy this morning. You could have mm-hmm. lost it. You mm-hmm. know, you can say, "Listen, I'm a right. I have a right to lash out." But there you go. You know, that would have been your disturbance. So, right. you and I and the beautiful souls that are listening to us right now, let us make a commitment that we will up our game, we will amplify our light, we will live in the joy, and that radiation, you're going to affect another 20 people today. So am I. I'm going to go out exactly. to the freeway now to get my hair done, and I'm going to bless <laughs> my hairdressers there. The do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I do. let us... I do. You know, we don't have to say anything. You can walk in and people are going to say, oh, my God, Sister Jenna was here, and I just feel amazing. (laughs) Right, right. And you know what's interesting? And one of the interesting things, because I know we're coming to a close of our beautiful conversation, is that sometimes even in my own little limited self of when the ego pops up, like you expect everyone to do that, and sometimes, no, they won't. And that's even going to be okay. The question mm-hmm. is, where am I on my internal world? Where is my inner space? And uh, I think that's really important. Tell us if you've got any travels coming up. Are you coming to the nation's capital anytime soon? Do you have are a you talk? In, are you in Washington? 
We are. are you we in are. Yes. I yes. have an event in Santa Fe that I am doing, and the Santa Fe event is on the 18th, and it's going to be up on my website. It's at a, a resort August 18th, and then of course my book, you know, that's coming out in in December is going to bring me everywhere. So Beautiful. I will keep you posted. As I said, Please. you can follow me on Unbinding the Heart. And also in my Facebook page, I have all the events and the dates and the times and uh, the phone numbers that you can call and everything. So please stay in touch. We are a big family. I just want to thank you, Sister Jenna, from your – just you have such a beautiful energy that I received immediately. And I feel blessed that I I had the call with you today. I really do. I honor you you and and really feel – that how wonderful it is that you're bringing such a beautiful, kind, wise energy into the world. And bless all your listeners. Stay in touch with me. And I just look forward to speaking very soon and meeting you in Washington, D.C. Me too, for sure. And keep shedding your light and, and spraying your light all over it. Agape was a beautiful, unconditional experience of love. Thank you so much. And i I like to leave you with my favorite uh, affirmation which is by Sufi poet and it says my heart is at peace knowing that 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 is mine will never miss me and that that misses me was never meant for me wow amen isn't that beautiful so you never feel you're missing anything you can just walk down the street and feel you're filled with the energy of love and God and and if you think someone else has got something more than you, well, just that part is lying to you. <laughs> well, I think this is where I bring back my Greek and I tell you, Efaristo, thank you so much. That was beautiful. Yes. All right. All the very best. A big hug from you, from me to you. Same here. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Sister Jenna. Wow. Rich, full, effervescent, energizing, Agape Stasinopoulos. That light will come. Maybe what you've been running after or wanting to have in your life is just not unfolding because maybe it's a done deal. Maybe you've done that. Maybe that really isn't what you want. And here is the destiny saying it's it's over here. It's it, it's over here, you know, and it could be just that inner calling, that inner calling. So um, lots of good wishes to Agape. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission and We are here to love each other the same. And I'm going to end today's conversation with the happy song. Remember that? (laughs) Take care. Bye, Pharrell. Happy